Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Cork is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. <laughs> Welcome to Homo Superior, where if you're looking for Halloween, you're in the right place. Issue 258. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. This week on Homo Superior, move over Halloween. Trailers for Guardians Holiday Special and Quantumania have us celebrating into the new year. Season 1's finale of our X-Men 92 rewatch serves robotic invasion of the body snatchers. Some news, issues including the finale of Axe, Judgy McJudderson Day, plugs, and more spoops than you could shake a dead stick at. All right, let's get some housekeeping first. The people, the folks at Bar Sinister have been working their back to tanks. Trying I heard to they're unionized. To create clones. Yeah, they are. They're all paid the same amount, but divided among 180 <laughs> of the same person. Uh, Bar Sinister has a cocktail, and it's the fall right. of uh, fall of X. It's got cider. Uh-huh. It's got spices, uh, a little bit of citrus, a lot of fucking whiskey. Ooh. Oh, you'll get drunk, and you'll just be thinking about the downfall of fucking Krakoa, enjoying <laughs> yourself. That doesn't sound like fun to me, but it does sound like a delicious drink. It's a drink specifically for Destiny and Mystique and no <laughs> one else. Uh, so check it out on our Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Uh, it's, I, I'm proud of it. I think it's hot. It's hot and delicious. I said, what is that? You know what comes before? No, pride comes before the fall. That was a bad joke about fall. Never mind. Comes before, uh, before yeah. the pride. Uh. Adam comes before the fall of X. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yes, mama. It's trailers, a.k.a. it's our trailer mix, a.k.a. preview review. We're trying to figure out a name for our trailer segment mm. since we deemed that the trailer park is too classist and we just don't like my southern accent. So, <laughs> Yas Mama, it's trailers, it's tra- trailer mix, and preview review are the three options we have. You can also do a write-in yeah. and tell us to go to hell. Yeah, just just tweet at Kalen all of your favorite uh, pictures of cows having sex. And uh, <laughs> what so they're lesbians? <laughs> they're scissoring? Uh, what about the bull? Like, Why are you so angry that they're lesbian cows, Kalen? Yeah. I'm not angry. Cows I'm, can be lesbian too, Kalen. I'm turned on. All right, let's talk about some trailers. The first Move. one was Ant-Man and... And the Wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, but I did have a catch song. What was it? For Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And Ant-Man was, and the Wasp. And that was it? it? It's a hit. Anyways, in this trailer, Cassie Lang decides to make a phone call to the Quantum Verse, where they call back, and boy, does she regret it as a Gen Z. They get sucked into time knows where, and possibly the future, Kang's a villain, and um, eventually Janet. literally has some of the worst hair I've ever seen. That was, Awful. Great. That was a great recap. First of all, this is why this movie doesn't work, because nobody that age is making phone calls these days. They'd be texting the quantum realm. Yeah. It's a really Yeah, but Gen Z is weirdly retro. They want to go back to stuff that they didn't have, and they're like, I want to experience this like my elders. And the 90s. Yes. They think the 90s is so cool. In the Can quantum I take my rotary phone yeah. out then? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All that out of retirement. Exactly. I'm glad that Evangeline Lilly's inside ugliness has finally caught up with her ugliness. <laughs> her <laughs> hair. Her, her hair has finally caught up with the ugliness she of her She looks inside. like what's-his-face from the OC. I think it's very brave <laughs> for yeah. women in the MCU to keep trying the short haircut because I want it to work. It's yeah. it could work. It's like really poorly stylized. We it's got hate like it strange flips everywhere. We hate also, it also I don't think our face is made for short hair. Can I just say <laughs> oh, that? All right, well, we're good. We're, God, no, man. only on the hair. You can't talk. Short <laughs> <laughs> no, face. Is I don't know. I think there is something to like the head shape. I agree. Being right for certain haircuts, but really, what I want is for us to bully 
uh, Marvel's production graphics team in order to change it the same way we bullied Sonic into not having teeth. That's right. She just has crazy like CGI <laughs> flowing. Hair. I wanted to be yeah. clear. I want her to have Sonic's hair. <laughs> um, uh, so we, do we want her to have the mustache that Superman had in uh, Justice <laughs> yes, League? Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, every, she will never be or the Janet lack of Van Dyne in the comics, though, with that haircut, because she looks so great in that. It's just such oh, yeah. a But she's more about man. fashion. All right, let's get to the Janet. real stuff. Are you excited that Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be Miss Frizzle? Taking people through the small world and showing them I, her I like that. I want her as much as possible in it. Yeah, she looks great. In the trailer, she says, it's it's a universe within a universe, kids. Doesn't she say that? <laughs> That's exactly what she <laughs> said. Oh, get know, back in that fucking bus. You know that short clip where they- Let's go into an anus already. They post over- Exactly. The, the, it's- <laughs> That's a booty hole. That's a booty that's hole. A booty hole. <laughs> What's all that? I, 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 Girl, that's a booty hole. Yeah, that's all I remember from that show. The most excited I am old. for, though, is Kang. Yes. Kang. Oh, such an introduction. I yes. cannot wait. So People with, just love the when way When the leaked Kang. footage came mm. out, too, they didn't show the full Kang look. So yeah. when yeah. the actual trailer came out, they did the extra CGI. And him dressed up as Kang looks so phenomenal. It looks really good. He's just also, I mean, I don't know, I didn't read attractive. that many stories. As Kang. <laughs> yeah, he's just so fucking attractive and like a really good actor. It was great to have seen him in Loki because it's such a nice build-in. And I'm like, I think if he hadn't premiered in Loki previously, I'd be like a little bit on pins and needles of like, how's it going to work out? I hope it plays out. I'm actually only excited about this movie mainly because of Kang, hopefully, fingers crossed, Actually, in the majority of like an act two, act three, because I, I probably I feel like I'm on like the lower end of this like excitement factor because I just sort of was like, it's a shitload of CGI. It's another Marvel movie focused on family fun. And I get what they're going and why you they need to do it. Hate families. It's just exhausting. <laughs> it's like how many fucking grandparent figures, parent figures, children do you need constantly running around in every movie all working together to solve a problem? It's like I want the teams back where the the actual heroes were really teaming up. And that's not to say I don't want a young Avengers movie. I'm just like, get these young Avengers into their own fucking shit. So we can have like the tiers of teams that we have in the comments. These that's young like Avengers, a shit. When we were reviewing yep. Runaways all the time, and the parents were somehow more important than the kids <laughs> yeah. in that time. They were first better seasons actors. Of the show. That's why. And they were like, "Yeah, should I get a prenup or what?" Like, what? <laughs> and you're like, and what it was are much more interesting about? than the the Gibberim or whoever they were fighting. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and you I I think it's mainly because I'm more worried about like we just we already have so many of these heroes now after four phases getting into their own, knowing their powers, mastering the powers. Like that's what makes the comics interesting. It's not another. And I, again, I get the business plan and why they're doing it, why they need it. I think it's great for young reviews, especially, but I'm like, I don't want to watch in the future. Cassie Lang being like, Oh, why, how will I ever learn how to control my powers? Or I wish I could do that. Like we've already gotten past a lot of these hero journeys for people. Yeah. So I just want to hear interesting stories and adult development, I guess. So maybe I'm just being a bitch today, but I'm just like very like today. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, there is criticism of the first two Ant-Man movies, even though they are entertaining, that they feel sort of inconsequential, even though they do lead into, like, the right. first Ant-Man led into Civil War to a certain degree. The second Ant-Man, you know, is tied in with Infinity War. Yeah. This one is, like, it's technically introducing the big bad for yeah. phases four through six mm-hmm. of uh, the MCU. So it is consequential because of who it has as right. the antagonist. Yeah. Uh, also, a um, lot of rings, a yes. lot of rings that people are speculating that the 10 rings from Shang-Chi, as well as whatever Miss Marvel has from her band, mm. is all linked into whatever Quantum. nonsense. But hopefully it's not like the Infinity Stones. I do want you, them to do something else. So, the, a lot of, the, to your point, Kaylin, the, the speculation online is, look, 
And they said they don't have a plan for phase, whatever the fuck phase we're in right now. Four. But yeah. I know. But yeah. uh, 4.5 right it's, now. Yeah. Uh, but do we want this path to go down there of like all these rings are connecting and there's some sort of like, I I think we're beyond having to have that all has rings three through four. If he gets four, five, six, seven, and eight. He'll be able to make a wish from the dragon. Yeah. It, I... Yeah. If I use my slammer on your rings, can I get ring seven, eight? Yeah. Uh, rings. It's a plus- pog reference. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. But um. But do, also you, do you guys like Z. that? Because I don't. What like that? No, God no. I want them to get away from the MacGuffin stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if they find a different way to do it, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Do th- do these rings represent like power and how to like actually get power, to different dimensions? Because I feel like oh god. Soul. I think it'd be I'm fun so- if they worked backwards. That the rings are from the future. They, they take the story away. So, uh, <laughs> Andrew, my, for those that don't know, my boo boo uh, gave I had a really oh, good. Your boo boo, so great. Are uh, you, but, wait, are you Yogi? <laughs> exactly. That's a great couple's costume. Ew, Ew gross, no. Know, gross. Um, but no. So he had brought up like that, and I agree. I told him I give him credit on the podcast that they are using so much of Phase Four and now rolling into Phase Five. Like you had, they explored the different dimension, the multiverse event, like multiverse. They're now exploring quantum verse. There's now like, there's so many verses and things. Mm-hmm. Is that how you think secret, like with secret wars, it was more just an amalgam of random multiverse, but like, how are they going to bring all these pieces together? Cause I'm like, are they really going to bring the quantum verse back in the future? I just feel like they only have so much for the movies and TV shows. Comics, you can invest a to, lot because you can do one shots and other to stuff. To me, it means there's different dimensions and different, I guess, universes because that's what um, she told Universe me. Universe, yeah. <laughs> but like, and then how they all get smashed together is what. No, that's what he's asking, and it totally made sense. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna do so many. That's like, here's the Nazi version of of all the superheroes <laughs> we know. Because yeah. number one, we'll have to pray, well, pray them twice shame. in order to do that because yeah. they're different characters. Yeah. And, because I'm just trying to figure out, like, how does the Secret Wars buildup come together when you have so many moving pieces? Well, it's definitely like, going to be. But the, with that, I feel like we need characters from those universes right. that matter. Like, I, what I was thinking of, and this Quantumverse is, in the comics, was called the Microverse mm. yes. for years. It was, Teenyverse. But all that came from... Um, <laughs> there's a legal thing with that one. Yes. Yeah, it a, is. And Micronauts was when it all showed uh, up, which was based on a, a, a Japanese property that... Not Marvel made, but Marvel leased it. Uh, they, well, Marvel they had, leased it. Yeah, they had and the then rights. Once they lost the rights, they lost basically every character except for Bug, Marionette, and Ron, who were in one, and Jarella, who died in a, in Psycho Man. Just like random yeah. characters that had been in there, but weren't originally from the Japanese mm. series. Mm. So, and they they wanted uh, Gun wanted to use Bug in the first two Guardians, but yeah. he was banned from doing so. Yeah, because uh, even though be he has he's fine. Legal rights in the comics, he does not is not fine in Maybe. publishing forms. I don't know what characters are going to use b- to order for it to matter here. I don't know either, but here's my speculation for all of it beyond Quantum Mania. So the next movie that's coming out, it's Wakanda Forever. You've got Namor and the new Black Panther, obviously. Uh, and <laughs> sure, it, uh, sure, <laughs> sure. And then in the last Doctor Strange, they showed the Illuminati from a different universe. They are going to recreate the Illuminati because yeah. it's going to be about it's going to be about the uh, incursions that yeah. happen. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a universe yeah. after universe after universe. So totally. that's what it's going so to be. So that's still the big story, I guess. Like Kang is more just maybe this is more just a launching point for Kang within the quantum <coughs> verse. Kang is going of. to be, I think, take the place of the Beyonder. 
Mm. Um, and they're not even going to introduce it to Beyonder. And then I think yeah. they'll bring in Doctor Doom somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Because totally. Fantastic Four will, will be. He will definitely be introduced. Yeah. In yeah. So that's my that's my speculation. I, I mean, it. that's what we said when Doctor Strange came out. Yeah. 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 I think I'm most excited for the fact that mm-hmm. one of my favorite characteristics about comics and the movies is when two characters separately know the same character and then they meet and realize that they know them so that now we've got Ant-Man and Loki as oh. being our points of reference for understanding who Kang is, one of which is completely unreliable to everyone and the other one's a joke. So, mm-hmm. Wait, which one's which? Mm-hmm. Well, think yeah. about it. All <laughs> right, let's move on to some Christmas cheer. It's Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, a special presentation featuring all your favorite Guardians of the Galaxy characters, including Chris Pratt and <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Uh, this looked very much in the tradition of all great holiday movies in that the trailer showed you everything <laughs> and <laughs> and it's joyless. Uh, it is the opposite of Christmas cheer. It's just cheerless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Clark, what did you think of all the Christmasness of this um, trailer? Um, I didn't care. What, literally, once it started, I realized I want to have a like Rankin Bass style Christmas thing from Marvel, and Rank uh, Bass just died like three days ago or something. Mm-hmm. Like you know, some sort of weird stop motion 1970s oh. animation thing would be much more interesting than whatever nothing burger we got out of this yeah. fucking co- trailer. It, it it feels f- like a Hangover movie. Oh, like you I watched can see the next that? Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like as I know, yes, the, the Hangover. hangover. Yeah. The Hangover. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Canon. Yeah. Um. I think I, I mean, I'm going to watch it with too. a hangover. <laughs> so <it's somewhere. laughs> I'm going to watch it with a hangover. Uh, even the poster has Mantis and Drax just being like, uh, like it, passed out. It's, it feels. Kevin Bacon feels weird. Weird to me. Yeah. Is it because he was also, Sebastian Shaw? <laughs> well, there's that part of it, too. Oh, he's a mutant. <laughs> but even uh, he looks tired in this movie. Yeah. He's Do you think like, he's my hair? Yeah, <laughs> it's like six degrees of me. Get away from me. Like any Christmas movie, it does feel phoned in. I will say if in terms of giving credit for experimentation, this now officially feels like we're entering the MCU as a like if we're comparing it to parallel of comics, they make shitty holiday one shots all the time in comics. So I'm like, hey, True. if we produce this and it's shit, hopefully everybody hates it. We never see this again. But I agree that I'm just like, I inherently just don't find, I'm not excited. I get what they're doing. I feel like I'm always like qualifying now for the MCU because there's just so much shit that's happening where I'm like, I don't love it. I can see why all these decisions are being made, but I'm like, "Mm, I don't like it. Do you guys think that it looks deliberately bad to evoke the Star Wars holiday special? No. No, I think it's actually trying to look good. I was thinking that exact same thing. The only thing I could think of the quality. You really think that? The only way it would matter is if if B. Arthur's in it. If B. Arthur was there singing along Then I'd be be into it. The ghost of B. B. Arthur. You there, boy. What day is it? It's B. Arthur Day. Deadpool wants to fuck B. Arthur. The only thing I could think would be that they intentionally made a bad, cheesy trailer because... They've got some better secret movie behind it, I hope. but I really doubt that is real. I think it's just gonna be a cute Chris. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, it's funny. It is funny to me that it's a holiday special, but they're all just like, "But Peter Quill celebrates Christmas. Mm-hmm. Let's recreate." Yeah, Christmas. literally, it's Christmas. not even slightly holiday. <laughs> so okay, y'all, it's Halloween isn't quite here yet. <gasps> if you got to do this as a Guardians of the Galaxy Halloween 
or Halloween special, special. How would you, what would you do? Oh, God. Mm. Okay. So Mantis and Drax are talking, and they're like, I hear that it's Halloween on Earth right now. What if we went to Earth and... Peter Earth. loves Halloween. That is so sad. It's Gamora's Kevin Bacon not still. here for Halloween. <laughs> to look like a and slut, it's Michael like Myers, but costume? the actor, not Mike Myers. People. Oh, as in the love guru. Yeah. Got no, oh, God. Not, Obviously, like, Drax would get confused syntactically. And probably about, attack everybody. About who is Mike Myers. I, well, obviously, they would all dress up in stuff, and it would be cheeky and funny. <laughs> but see, that's, yeah, I'm act, what's funny is they would have, not that he ever said he enjoyed Halloween, but I don't think he ever enjoyed Christmas or the holidays either. I would love if they were like, Peter has been home. Gamora is missing. Peter loves Halloween. Let's recreate it. So they do like a little Halloween party on the ship and they get to do all their costumes and it's cute. That's fun. But then they, they find go a- to planet to planet to trick or treat. Wouldn't yes. And oh. then they find a dead planet like with zombie type shit. And then it becomes an actual like comedic Horror. action movie. And of, that's how the, the zombies get into the secret uh, wars. Yeah. Ooh. Well. Or it's also like it's a riff on aliens and like the, the whatever oh their, my name, God, their ship is. Yeah. They all get torn apart and die. Yes. Perfect. Okay, Done. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they're like, oh, my gosh, let's go trick or treating on Xander. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's Glenn close? Oh, oh, do you no, think- oh because they only give you raisins oh. on Xander. <laughs> okay. Because it's do, gone. Do, I know. Exactly. Do you think this movie has enough money to do Rocket Raccoon and Cosmo? We didn't see them except for like in the, the name later. Like, see, or or, or, seemed like they, or they're Groot. Gonna, it just seems exactly. like he yeah. was there, but barely. Like It seems like it's just Drax and Mantis, the whole thing. They're the and cheapest. The, rest are just the actual actors Yeah, are they're there. the cheapest. Pr- you're exactly they couldn't right. couldn't afford There's, Chris Pratt. And... and and the promotional is I mean, they just, can just them. They can paint Nebula up some like they do and then also put the S- If it's 50, STD, that's what I said. What, it's probably going to be like <laughs> put the STD STD on her. 45, 55 CGI. minutes. You guys are spot on. Everything they're showing, I mean, I'm just making this up because I'll probably be wrong, but like everything from the beginning, they paid everybody to come in for that one scene on that planet. Then I bet like Peter will Including only be that in, like, dog. What is that dog getting? God's mine. <laughs> so then it, you're exactly right. The, the majority flip. of act two and three will just be fucking the two of them on earth. Cause like they never show anybody else actually Mm-mm. being there in the scenes besides just that sort of kickoff. We turned it into Christmas. It's Here's good. what I want as a Halloween version. All right. They're all, they're all doing their Christmas stuff. There's the first five minutes where they're like, well, we know Peter just loves Halloween and then they cut away and it's man thing for 45 minutes Done. trying to build a campfire. And then five more minutes where they're like, and we found our Halloween spirit. Thank God. <laughs> <Be cool." laughs> We're just watching him slowly. Well, he can do it pretty quickly. Can burn I love shit. That. Yeah. But only if the fire is, is afraid of him. Well, he's got to make. If you know, the wood like, is afraid of him, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. If he just has to start, <laughs> I feel your ooh, fear. He has, start, yeah. he has to start burning squirrels near wood in order <laughs> oh to then God. start a fire. But those squirrels have to be afraid. So yeah, they are. But then he burns a rocket raccoon because, like, he needs a raccoon. I mean, I used to be not okay with that, but now I'm okay with it. They should switch it and just have all the Halloween characters celebrating Christmas too. Only when there was a movie where the Halloween people wanted to make Christmas happen on Halloween. Yeah, Elsa Bloodstone (laughs) uses the Bloodstone as a star on the Christmas tree. (laughs) It would be perfect. Also, why not a Thanksgiving special? It's around Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble. I know. There's no play in the country. Space turkey. Well, we got Christmas stuff happening. Now it's before Halloween. We have Christmas advertisements. If I hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas before I November 1st, I'm going to kill someone. I did Black Friday shopping on Labor Day. What did you? Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It does exist. I don't, I don't plan in advance. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah. 
uh, 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 we got some MCU next TV. All right, this is where Adam screams at you and me. Fuckers, listen up, because we got our weekly segment focused on the so latest aggro. and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. While we sometimes digest entire seasons as extra issues, we know folks can't wait to talk about weekly spoilers and reveals. But if you have this spoiled for you, you've been living under a rock for 20 years, I guess. Let's talk about uh, the animated series season one, episode 13, The Final Decision. All of the X-Men, even Magneto, and that stupid bitch Jubilee face <laughs> off against Master Mold and the Sentinels. What did you guys think of this episode? And then we'll also talk about the season one arc itself. Uh, mm. Thematically, it made sense for them to fight the Sentinels like they did in Night of the Sentinels, which was the opening arc. This was Fight of the Sentinels. Uh, <laughs> that's stupid, but I also enjoyed it. Um also, uh, you start seeing Magneto making his turn towards being going from like hero to anti-hero quick, here, quick, very quickly. <laughs> I almost died. Um, Zero to hero. Uh, but also, they definitely referenced like him being a Holocaust survivor, which I uh, appreciated. They didn't go into like yeah. like detail about it, but he's like he's like these pe- like y'all you try to kill my kind, and I say never again. Yeah. It's weird that they can't use the ki- word kill in this show, but they can use executed in this show. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, they just got the thesaurus. Maybe because yeah. the children don't know what executing means. I they get. think it's like a cute term, like yeah. executed. Oh, but that's, that's standards and practices. You couldn't say pregnant. You just have to say bigger woman. I will say the funniest <laughs> She's moment. She's got a fat gut, is what they had to say. She's going to babe. Jesus. The funniest moment, though, is when uh, you had a sentinel... Uh, get Robert Kelly and he goes I must take your hands off me I'm a senator and I was like thinking of Clue Mrs. Peacock get your hands off me I'm a senator's wife my favorite part was when Jean like psychically pulls him but only pulls him part (laughs) way and she's like never mind I give up and we'll just run and get him the rest of the way (laughs) oh we're gonna scream you I was so mad I remember remember as a child and like consistently rewatching the show I've never forgotten that fucking scene because how stupid she She's so Gene is lazy. an idiot. Like, he, legitimate, he legitimately wakes up to and he's like, What's what is going on? <laughs> Literally like pulling him so... It's not like Master Mold can't see. It's like she's pulling him as slowly as possible. Like if you watched a floating person glide by you, do you not think you'd say, what the fuck is happening? She's playing a, the worst game of Don't Wake Daddy. Right. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like we needed Master Mold to show up in the end of more episodes mm-hmm. because it goes from like, you guys are all humans. Mutants are just humans, which... I mean, makes to no the, sense because it, of their... To them throwing their, dynamite at him and him exploding in such a way. No, they didn't just throw dynamite, baby. They threw Plain TNT, em. plastic it's explosives, like, guns. I did laugh a lot, though, at the watching this and having finished Judgment uh, Day in the same week because I was like, this is sort... Not the plot at all, but it was just like when he's like, you wanted to protect yourself from yourself. Humans are mutants. Or like, he's like, mutants Show are me what where, you got. where did he get this thinking from? <laughs> yeah. Just, it was very quick. <laughs> I need to rip out your brain, put in a computer. Yeah, no. Take out his brain and put, put it in, in a, a computer. computer. And he was like already doing it to other people, but the people who were right in front of him, he, hey, didn't, hey. he was like, I'll hold off on you guys. Try, Kaylin, the more important people. Kaylin, did you clock who they were trying to represent from the, the representative, like who the senators were? Or oh, the no. I think politi- it was I think it was Senate just some random, it's just random it people. Was, don't you like in, that? In the early 90s, who the hell remembers? Yeah, I guess they were just generic politicians. The yeah. belief about politicians where it's like, oh, yeah, now that he's been saved by mutants, 
He definitely doesn't have to worry about what his constituency no, thinks, I don't care. and he'll vote the right <laughs> way. Uh, it's very Frank Capra. It's the early 90s, Such a y'all. Time. It's the pre-Gingrich revolution. I don't understand why the master mold doesn't realize it's easier to build a body and then put Kelly skin on it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Rather yes. than put a brain, a new brain into. Why didn't he just rip off his face and throw it on one of the Sentinels at this point? What yeah. do you think the price differential is between, or the quality I'm differential as well between plastic Sentinels and metal Sentinels? They're about it, the same. Because I found it really funny where they're like, "No, Magneto, we are plastic Sentinels. You cannot." Die. <laughs> and I was like, why don't they just make them fucking oh my plastic God. What to if, begin with? They're the plastics. They just say, hey, get in, loser. We're going shopping. But then the anybody the can way. just fly right through them. Oh, because they're just like so, weaker. So, we saw that a million times. So easy. Okay, so their game plan was this. And this was cool because it, all the entire team was there for the first time. Yeah. Because they were all like... Except for Beast still, Gambit was like going shopping or whatever half the time. But, <laughs> and, but like they were all there for the entire Come time. Come on, Shay, Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, so they separate and the... The two that are the best fighters go up, right? Also with Jubilee, which is arguably the worst fighter and a child. And then the rest (laughs) go down. And so the entire time she's like, yeah, I got one. But she is literally a child fight. They should have left her at home. Child soldier. Weren't you yeah. worried about her? I mean, it is child endangerment. But Professor X has been doing that for years. But not in this universe. Yeah. Well, we don't know. But the first team. He but did. They were all children, a, too. It is a great... Yeah, but they weren't actually fighting anybody because we never saw them fight anybody. Magneto was their first big challenge. Or yeah, no, they the executed first big somebody. The first they, didn't, they didn't kill anybody. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't kill anyone. Yeah. yeah. I did think it was a very badass moment for Magneto to say, it doesn't matter. The ship is my weapon. Oh, yes. Yeah, Only cool. to get absolutely clobbered. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they don't have... They have plastic wires? Okay, Magneto. Um, Kudos to Rogan. Like Storm, though they were fucking. Yeah, they're doing the powerhouses. They're so oh, for sure. Good. Did you see Cyclops's after fucking his wife dropped the fucking. He fucked his wife. No, after he yeah in the in the haystacks at the construction site like they always do. <laughs> no, after his well, I guess girlfriend at the time, uh, likely fiance. When she just drops him, he runs out, shoots a fucking laser beam at Masterful. He's like, no, bitch, I'll do it. And then, like, shoots this gigantic beam at Cyclops that should have obliterated him. And he just goes, whoa, and falls over. So if there's ever, you know, if you ever need to retire the Sentinels because we're not hunting mutants anymore, they would be great (laughs) magician's assistants. Uh, What's that there? It looks like the Ace of Space. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, I do have. I only. I only have one. Everybody can toss them out, but I have a spoopsy, random idea for this. Uh, using the characters from this first season okay. of 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 Sentinels X Men. No, I'm too busy because I already have the thought in my head. Create a Halloween costume that's like a combination of things. So I would be a Sentinel Bean. Uh, catalog what? Where. So you have the Can Sentinel. Can explain it one more time? Yeah, it's just put two <laughs> fucking words together. You've never seen before and after on Wheel of Fortune? So it's Not Sentinel like L. Bean. What it is is that you'd have the Sentinel head, okay. and then you just wear a bunch of L. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like a merger. Yeah, yeah merger. I'm going to be the uh, <clears throat> call your mother mold. <laughs> Bagel <laughs> makery, cool. where I pump bagels out of my <laughs> great, chest. A great decent but you're just a player. giant bagel that produces <laughs> bagels, more. Oh my yes. God! <laughs> Call your mother is a bagel place in Washington D.C. 
That's great. I wasn't prepared for this. Okay, I'll give you another one. Yeah. Jubilee Sobieski. So you're no. dressed as Lily Sobieski. Well, it's so it's very, very 90s. another one? I just yeah. want to be a book completely covered in fake shit because I'm the book that came out of Rogue's ass. <laughs> ah, that's R. good. P. Yeah. Well, there we go. Um, that's great. Yeah. Oh, by the way, mm. what do you think's going to happen? Season two, a real pullback. Uh, yeah, well, oh, imagine Mr. Sinister is going to be mildly involved. Which sounds also <laughs> like Adam when he laughs. So, <laughs> so true. I have not seen a single episode that has <gasps> Mr. Sinister in it. Ooh. And I was very worried because that you... they would try and make him straight oh. <laughs> have violent and fucked up the teeth? queer yeah, coding on that voice better stick the fuck around he's definitely a cock goblin oh it's not <laughs> yet well, it's with like, those teeth Ooh. it's 90s gay too like he's very villainized it's like no you <laughs> like yeah. it's like he's, he's just not like, like swirling a martini it's not the catty yeah. gay it's more that's like skeletor the gay first for sure Mia, that's all the, I want. the first Mama issue i issue episode i saw with him was the him with the nasty boys yeah and those nasty boys are like literally the nastiest fucking thing uh, on the planet. They're like when slimy. I saw they're dirty. They're I love them. Mr. Sinister is very popular with the nasty boys. They're mm-hmm. also s- generally so much weaker in terms of power level. Oh, yeah. that, and it's so amazing. I'm covered in goo, and I have weird they hair. Fuck and... them over every time. Wasn't um, Mr. Sinister? Was he dead in the comics at this point? Or no, no, no. He was part of. He was in Executioner's Song because this yeah. was like the early nineties. He was just out of the comics at that point. Well, he was okay. I'm trying to remember where the fuck he was at that point. Because they killed him off in Inferno. That's the late 80s. They brought him back at some point. But he was not queer-coded in the comics. Well, I mean, come on. It was the X-Men. Everything was (laughs) queer-coded. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's move on. We got some. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the news. And I guess (laughs) boo-boo ghosts and stuff. Boo-boo. scary. Boo-boo. Speaking of, let's say, death, don't you remember when, when a dead island happened with the utopian era? Now it doesn't uh, exist anymore. Sure. No. Well, fuck <laughs> you. Anyway, so I, uh, you don't know because we only read like five issues for you. Anyways, X23 Deadly uh, Regenesis was the thing we talked about. We were upset by the fact that she was going to be called X23 and not Wolverine. Yeah. We found out that it's going to take place in the past during the Utopian era when she was called X23. Um, do you like this, Kalen? Now that we're going back in time, <laughs> instead of it being like Answer a present the hard day hitting thing, questions. <laughs> I hate it less. But I think the Utopia era is underrated, and I am excited yeah. to revisit it. The Utopian era took place in San Francisco Bay. Basically, they just shoved Asteroid M down in the water, and everyone's like, let's live on this asteroid. And it was just always dirty as and shit, and they just put some buildings on it. And it you're was like, what is like this crap? It was like a resort away. It was just yeah. sort of like a <laughs> quick yeah. little like, we, we had their own mutant nation feet away from <laughs> just like <laughs> one of the bigger cities in yeah. the country. Um they also, it's going to have a, Mar- a Marvel iconic supervillain and then a new villain with a personal vendetta. Who do you think? Um, Brent, no, that was not, that was for somebody else. Oh, I said, n- neither of, I don't know who the fuck. Do you want me to read this? No, I don't want you to do anything. Sound That's out, Clark, you, go you away. got this. Um, <laughs> it's, Ryan, it's pronounced Ryan. <laughs> who, uh, yeah, Ryan, sure, I'm, I'll fucking say wait. it because it's the New Mutants. Who do you think the iconic, actually it was you, uh, Marvel villain, supervillain is going to be? Because his main one is, her main one is always Kimura, which Kimura yeah, who's like exactly. the one who was In involved with series. trying to track her down. There's nobody else that mm. mildly misses Sinister, but. Yeah, it's, um. I don't know, Celine would be good. Um, I was just going to ask a question in general. Do you think we'll cover her? Because 
we sort of skim over her past sometimes of like her sex working past and stuff like that. Do you think we'll ever touch upon that? No. Like Laura? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, with the Nick stuff. She, NYX. NYX. Uh, that, that's how she ori- – and I'm hoping this is a continuation of all those great minis that ooh. came before Yeah, but it. they never – once again, they didn't have any iconic supervillains in that – I so just don't know who they could bring in my that'll work. My speculation, because it's Utopia took place during Dark Reign. It's yeah. Norman Os- Osborn. Mm. I don't need any more Nos- Norman Osborn in my life at all. He's being that they're you don't Clark constantly. He, they needed to continuously. He needed to be dead. He needs to be sure, dead. Sure, I'm 80s. just saying, f- like timing wise, that yeah, could make it sense. Could fit in, yeah. yeah. Can you uh, tell us significant figure more about Kimora Lee Black? <laughs> she was kind of the tracker when she was trying. She was like her handler. When she was a oh. an assassin, oh, and then became like, and a then when she went rogue, she tried to gotcha. go after her when, and when kill her was, a dozen times. Yeah, when she was coming to be like a killer, like she kind of had this. It, didn't she have the scent thing too that she could sort of activate with her? So yes, she, she could, could activate yeah. some scent, like some X 23s scent attack oh, thing, so she could go and hurt the anybody. Smell of snickerdoodles. <laughs> we don't it gets know. Gets me all riled up. <laughs> Just like sad cum. Um, <laughs> Brent, um, back when remember when we back we did Mutant Madness where like we mm-hmm. did that horrible thing where we just kept talking about comics in the past for years. I, I um, do remember that. We read <laughs> <laughs> we we read some Utopian era ones. Um, are you interested in fleshing out that time period at all, or you don't even fully remember it? Or I frankly don't really remember it, but simpler. Time. I, I think in general, my view of the X Men is always forward. I I know that it's important to like relitigate stuff in the past, but I'm much more interested in all right, you've already done something before. What are the consequences? What are the stakes for you right now? And how do you progress? I agree. With that. I agree um. Adam, what do you think in terms of what Wolverine is going through now? Now we kind of are going to have two. Do you think that's basically just you can't start a Wolverine comic at the moment because of what's going on with all of well, it? It has to go into the actual series we're dealing with. I think that's a good point. I'm kind of disappointed that it is a you know time capsule type series, mainly because I do like Laura, and I agree with you that I'm much more forward-looking. I didn't really read a lot of the next stuff. I didn't read when she was in uh, X-Force originally. So I'd like for it to move forward. I was really excited about the idea that it would – the book was going to be about the either whichever one was supposed to be mm-hmm. the clone, I guess, or the clone of the clone. So I just, I'm a little bit like, eh, I guess I'll read it, but I worry that it's just not going to really fill in a lot of blanks. I hope it launches. I mean, you're not going to guess to watch, read it. We're going to have to read yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I, I could painstakingly just roll my eyes every time we talk about it on the podcast. Oh, that's fine. But I, I that's would like just, the first issue of Gambit. Right. <laughs> only issue of Gambit for us. I do wish that we would have more forward stuff for her because I think she's a great character and I think Tom Taylor's only Wolverine was so good. It was good. I. It is interesting though like because like when they do nostalgia stuff it is more like the Claremont stuff or even 90s stuff. The fact that they're doing nostalgia in, in the late 2000s it like it is an era that's quite interesting it's quite good and but like nobody really has nostalgia for it or they they don't do comics for it i should say do you feel like that's you know i I saw a tweet that was if you were born in 1989 the year that seinfeld came out you're now the same age as george costanza was don't tell me that when i I rewatch it started do you feel like very upset by that now you're like oh the uh utopia era uh, we're gonna we gotta get nostalgia for that. You. Do you feel like you're too old now to appreciate the you, 
nostalgia you could have had for that era. But was it considered like was Utopia considered like a high point? It, for it, it it wasn't for it really wasn't because Marvel was like kind Off of whatever grid, about right? yeah. uh, kind of whatever about the X Men. It was post uh, like M Day. Yes. Uh, like Joe Casada. Yeah, Joe Casada didn't give a shit about the X Men. Alex Alonso didn't, yeah. and uh, like the MCU was starting, and Marvel didn't have the rights for right. X Men, so they were just like, yeah, do whatever. But Matt Fraction, Ed Brubaker, Matt Fraction, Kieran Gillen, Greg Land. I'm not talking about the art for right now. <laughs> no, really that's exactly that. what I was thinking. <laughs> but Terry Dodson's art was great. Uh, but like they were doing some really cool shit like right around then, and I, I really liked like Messiah Complex was right before Utopia, and during Utopia, I thought Second Coming was quite good too. It, wasn't it like issue 500 too? So it was like a big, yeah, splash. it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what Greg Land. It was great like, up until Bendis showed up and then fucked it all up for an about three years i think it was fine it wasn't wonderful it was no no no. no no it was bad in a way that m day didn't have for a long time i just like the idea like it was making lemonade out of lemons it's like if like there's 198 mutants left you know cyclops moving them to the west coast then mutants creating yeah, yeah <laughs> creating creating utopia and like having this like kind of like uh, era of like we are going to now just try to protect ourselves because we have gone through genosha where 16 million were yeah. killed then Wanda, like, you know, basically wished us out of existence. You know, like, it just, it made sense. It was Could all logical. Imagine if there was only 198 LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, there, would, there, there would be 170 pieces of legislation introduced in America to ban us. <laughs> true. It's very true. <laughs> all Go by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yep. Uh, other piece of news, just like they did with the file name for the Thunderbolts cast image from D23, where it was called... They mentioned uh, Zemo in it, and you're like, well, you guys didn't actually release that in the cast list. Yeah. Um, a GIF on Disney Plus's Twitter account showing Emily, um, Emilia Clark from you know Game of Thrones um, in her undisclosed role just calls it, it's the beginning, Abigail Brand GIF. So <laughs> clearly she's <laughs> playing fucking Abigail Brand. Uh, Britt, do you think these are just mistakes or are they mistakes? Because by this point, you know... These are people who've done, di- I mean, excuse me, Disney Plus and no social me- media By for years. By any point, the minute Shouldn't they were they hired. Have this shit together? Brent? Yeah, I think the the Zemo one, to me, seems more like a mistake than the Brand one. I think that revealing Abigail Brand for Amelia Clark is not the kind of reveal that gets people interested and excited. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think that you, you have to go on, you know, CBR uh, to see yeah. like who the fuck is there are they referencing but the Zemo one I think they probably wanted to keep that a little bit more secret uh, for some trailer that would have had yeah. him as a character he's got more levity than Brand even yeah. though we love her I don't think so it's you, not on Brand I wouldn't say it's off yeah. Brand yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll make her a mutant in this don't you think yeah like she'll she be is a mutant well it's stacking up yeah. yeah she's just a, a mutant from uh, her space side is no, I know but they will actually make her a mutant in the show in the show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The show, she'll remove go, the aliness of it in the very last episode she'll go I'm a mute and then they'll cut it off yeah. cut to trailers yeah. she's a mute just, and we're like no you're talking no, it's so funny just the list of mutants right now it's Ms. So Marvel Namor and um, Abigail what's Brand his, what's the his big face three. from Black Widow <laughs> could you imagine the first X-Men oh, yeah, movie yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. feature any of the actual heavy hitters <laughs> in, in the prison from Black Ursa, Widow Ursa Major oh, Ursa Major yeah 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 <laughs> that's right had yeah. Turned into, I want to see that I, bear and famously the first mutant Ursa Major <laughs> oh, oh yeah that's actually great yes. this yeah. X-Men they MCU do a whole team is movie up. like uh, the first Avenger <laughs> the first mutant Ursa Major I'm excited. I love Ursa Major. It's just a bear. Um, so I forgot which one of you got back into comics with X-Men because of Whedon's um, astonishing X-Men run. 
Um, are you looking forward to brand on the big slash small screen? I'm looking. Yeah, all size screens. I'm excited for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like your your phone, the small screen, yeah. tiny screen. Yeah, the smaller the better, the bigger the better. Um, uh, size queen. I, so I, you, I, you like really tiny dicks and huge dicks, but nothing. In I like. Yeah, you know I'm not a mid. You want dicks to do the Ant Man multiple sizes change? <laughs> I think. Brandon, I mean, that's what erections are basically. <laughs> No, but he wants them to be like stages. <laughs> he, like what clicks. kind of erections are you seeing? <laughs> it, here's my stance on go dicks <laughs> and agent brand. Okay, um, I think I I like, I like, you like to, to get branded. See, <laughs> I like to see. I her growth was really fun. She, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, but Why she are we started, not canceled, she y'all? Start, we she started out unassuming, and I really enjoy what she became sort of like this weird anti-hero where you thought she was just hero yeah and most anti-heroes don't start that way so i i do appreciate her a lot yeah no uh josh whedon's a piece of shit but that is the best creation he ever did for marvel oh that i got it that's what she came so from. adam what's going on with the issues no anything yeah do that all right i got a lot of um this week we're recapping all things x we i like got- that you got the clark Oh, the issues. Oh, <laughs> you got my Irish out for you one moment. Yeah, right. Sorry, yeah. What's going on? Oh, the issues. Uh, we got Axe Judgment number six, the finale before Omega, New Mutants number 31, Wolverine number 26, Exterminators number two, and uh, Marvel Unlimited Infinity Comic Issues number 56 through 58. No, we're not we talking don't about have that today. No, we're not doing it. Listen to us in t- three weeks, a month, and three years. Uh, that's a preview. For that's a, you know we're how, not doing that today. You know how the animated series leaves a little bit of teaser, so you watch the next episode? Oh, you're such a cock teaser. That's us leaving you that got me. for it. Let's talk me. about Judge number six, Karen Gillan <laughs> and Valerio Schietti. <laughs> the major event ends, and nothing will ever be the same again. So we're going to unpack the whole series next week when Omega comes on. I'm assuming Omega is coming out next week. But man, oh man, Kieran Gillen, you stuck the landing. Uh, I I generally enjoyed it. It's not perfect. There are some elements I would have done differently, but I'm also not a writer for Marvel. Yeah, Marvel, hire me. Um, But overall, I thought this was good. I mean, good. He, he what did else we got? Stick the landing, but the resolution happened way too quickly. That's my. He's like, oh, hey, alien. Like three of them were like, you, you, this isn't good. Oh, you have issues too. Um, now we're fine. They yes. did so much work with Axe Avengers, X Men, and Eternals. Eternals. <laughs> X Avengers. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. How I would have lost what the third one was. But I, Avengers. Like they yeah. had literally four, four. It was a four issue miniseries, more or less, or three issue miniseries leading into that. That like they spent so much time with the individual characters. I yeah. agree with you that they could have peeled this further out. That they all had that experience with him before they met, or it before they met him, to be able to be like, hey, you're fucking nuts too. So you know how Marvel always is like, oh wait, never mind. We're adding an extra issue to our miniseries. Yeah. Yes, they should have done that. Uh, well, for like, for that, actually, they should have just rolled in those three axe things, shortened each one, and shoved them into. It, yeah, I, it was the format. I, I, I would agree. Um, Black Widow. Nine. I mean, Marvel's inter- every comic is like for these crossovers, like it will never be the same. And you felt every time they were doing the last like couple of issues, like or the ca- couple of uh, pages, you're like, 
none of this will be the same. The Eternals won't be the same. The X-Men won't be the same. The humans won't be. And it it just felt heavy-handed a little bit too much at the end, Mm -hmm. as all these fucking events do. Oh, heavy-handed because the thumb went up and thumb went down. Or, yeah, maybe in the middle. We were always complaining about the thumb going up for people who didn't really deserve it. So I'm glad the fact that they said, I'm totally fucked up and I'm kind of choosing the wrong people. I think that, to me, that's probably... This this will work a lot better when you read it together after mm-hmm. you've gone through it because yes. structurally to have to constantly be questioning the choices that are being made and you can kind of rationalize away like, oh yeah, this is an inf- a flawed God, whatever. If the story doesn't ultimately acknowledge that, then it feels disappointing. I'm very glad that they did. Right. But so much of it relies on the last... You know, like four or five pages in order to be totally justified, to feel justified through the experience. I, one of my complaints about it uh, was um, in the uh, last issue of Immortal X Men, you had Nightcrawler kind of jumping around, was a great issue, and he kind of brought Orcus into the fold to fight. And they, you saw one panel of it, and then in the epilogue, uh, you, you know, when. Gene sets up the Phoenix Foundation, and then Scott's like, "Well, yay, this is great," but also Orcus yeah. is fine. And then <laughs> you saw, Orcus, yeah. and then you see a kid with a little like yeah. Nimrod balloon, which is a cool scene. I wish we had seen more of Orcus Score. doing yeah. like fighting stuff. We only got a panel of that. Like it was like that was a yeah, big, that's a good point. That was a big reveal, or that was a big like plot point, and it's like it felt very shortchanged compared to like how much attention Gillen gave to other stuff. But I still really liked it. One sentence. Once again, we didn't have Omega Sentinel in there in that picture. Yeah, they yeah, really did. Totally relegated to Nowheresville. All right. I'm not a human. Um, I think uh, that that foundation that was founded at the end. Woo! That could be. They really problematic. they rushed that too. That could be. Hey, very we're making a new foundation. Well, so, so we're going to decide who is the most needy. The most in like I don't know if that's based, like, based t- upon how uh, I'm not gonna say it. Like, like, I'm saying it purposely because I'm mocking the thing. But like the, the most quote unquote crippled you are is basically what they're doing. Well, no, I think it's I think and, it's good in theory, but it's right. still very no. Tough. I agree. It's a little. It's uh, and does that extend after the events of Axe Judgment Day, or is I, that just like I think that's it? by design. I think it is. It is one of those things like you know the path to hell is paved with gold. And so it's like one of those things that is, oh, on the face of it, it they are doing a good thing, but who gets to choose who is the, the most and, worthy and, and the most And wasn't it only needed? 5% of it, too? Or it, my, yeah. Like 5% of My concern with it is, and maybe maybe we get more of it, but for a while we've like not really gotten insight into the resurrection protocols and actually how that process works, and it has kind of languished on the vine that there's a bunch of issues that are not really being dealt with or that they've been dealt with somewhat poorly, like uh, um, Scout being resurrected kind of by fiat without really much of a good debate. Um, you know, I think that this issue of like who is the most deserving of humans to get it, I don't know that, that I, I'm worried that it's measure. not going to get really a lot of attention and are those I a disagree. separate set will. of rules because like Krakoa only has a couple of fucking rules so like what they've got what a couple of months the, left well I thought from yeah, the, they, they're fucked basically what this has set up for me it means that th- this reality is very it's it's not happening soon like I, it's about to be over well fast. that's why I've, I mean there's literally fall of X Max fall like I mean they're building that's yeah. to your I point like you created that's a right. They have they've built up enough time consumption that I feel like they don't have to talk about where it's like 
it's a lot of work to do all this. Uh, you think there's going to be out? I think there's going to be huge ramifications about this. I think this is going to be one of the things that happens in Jerry Duggan's X Men. It'll happen in Immortal X Men. I think obviously they're going through sins of sinister. Like it's I think, around for a while. I well, I think they're going to deal with this stuff. I don't think it's going to go away. But it's X related. I'm saying I don't think there's going to be ramifications of this resurrection protocol stuff for humans in the wider Marvel universe. I think everyone's going to generally downplay it until they move on. Well, that's true. But, but we're also not reading the other X books. So I mean, the other non non X books. I I I don't think it, that's going to matter. I do think. There's going to be um, there's going to be ramifications of the decisions that they make here. You mean the little editor signal that just says, "Wondering why they're talking about humans being resurrected"? Reread Acts Judgment Day. My, my thing's the only the longevity of it. I don't think this is long for this world in the Marvel universe. You mean in uh, the Marvel universe yeah. or our reading of it? Uh, both. Both. Resurrections, yeah. period, I think, are definitely going to come to an end. I still don't fast. know if I think they're going to fall an X and fall of the mutants. Whatever the fuck it's called. I think, I mean, there, I mean, there's, we don't know enough. I think the, I mean, the speculation is that it's Charles Xavier loses control of Krakoa. Krakoa could still exist. The resurrection protocols could still be there. Sure. But the Quiet Council I changes. Want I want to make it this clear. I but, want them. But it's, it feels like they're trying to. But all, they are, all they're doing right now is simply. It's not even because they. I thought the progenitor resurrected or reestablished, went back to basics on all the shit that happened, which is why like the earth almost tore open. He's like, no, actually, all the heroes are alive. There was a cool. few parts where he's like, I'll keep this for no apparent reason. Like he snapped everybody. He basically just snapped everybody back, just like fucking Iron Man did at the end of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Endgame, endgame. Endgame. So it was like now they're just resurrect. I think what they mean or meaning to say is they're giving second chances to underrepresented individuals that may not have been able to. Phoenix Foundation. Have, no, I, was, <laughs> I think it's a really good idea. I understand the nuances of it, but this is exactly what you type of people would say instead of just being like, "Yeah, we're just trying to give fucking people." The listeners. Have- I I do think because I mean I think like it'll be like another attack of the anti krakoan forces out there. Oh, like now uh, this person who's unelected gets to decide who is worthy yeah. and who isn't. There is going to be stuff like that. I, I like. I, oh I, no, the themes and the it's conversation. Fun. I want it right. to persist. Yeah. I just I don't know if they'll last. Oh uh, wait, can I just? Oh, what are we gonna say? No, I think Clark. I got something. a question. Um, you know the guy who died in the top right corner of this uh, panel of the, the six British guy people. The, yeah, the yeah. ginger. No, the, no, the, the, no, oh, no. Uh, of the okay. six of the mo- quote unquote most important oh, people in the Marvel guy. Yeah, Arjun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kamali's husband. Did that happen before? The yes, it happened before. Yeah, he had a stroke. He had a stroke, which is one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. When the progenitor sees, uh, what's her name, Kamali? Kamali. Yeah, he sees her. It's like, uh, no, she's too judgmental for me. It's like an Indian auntie, of course, is the most judgmental <laughs> person on earth. So I think that is actually interesting as well because the progenitor said that Eros was wrong that people would remember whether that the fact that the Eternals take human lives. I wonder if that has that memory has been erased from people, but this I don't thing think still so. No, everyone remember remembers everything. everything. Yeah, they, they all remember dying, which is dark. That oh, little kid survived. You know, I liked when the in fifth panel girl and sixth panel kid, yeah. like Penta. met, met yeah. in the yeah. destruction. That was yeah. very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so he's just d- talking about shit, and they're like, the parents are like, oh yeah, we died, but we can't tell you that fact. They did a good job of making me care about those people. That a few of I them. Said I Maybe cared. three did of them. Not care like, about. Like <laughs> it is. Like I was like, that's really. I do feel like that. Like they're clickbait advertising at the beginning, where I'm like, none of them were actually important no. at all. I did. They're I like did. they'll be the six most important people in the. Well, they are. Oh, they're important in the sense of like, uh, it's it's providing the human aspect of like what's happening right. in this in this big 
you know, big bombastic crossover. Is this, is this on the same? No. Okay. Do, do you? I love the fact that Mimitar is still around. Yes. And yes. the fact that the mother had the one second panel looking at yes. the Mimitar yeah. flying by, considering she's the one who took his body. Yeah. I mean, took his life force. Yeah. That but, that is but, very uh, symbolic. Sign the Mimitar apologized. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. That's yeah. why I liked it so much. Yeah. Uh, what I, did you, I have oh. a spoopy spoopsy variant Ooh. of this. Yeah. All right. Ooh. So the progenitor, rather than uh, deleting people individually. Instead, is doing like a simultaneous kind of wave deletion of people, but it's basically like zombifying people. So, throughout the process of destroying most of the world, like half of it becomes zombies, half of it doesn't, and then there's some liminal group of people that is half converted to being dead. Now we're in a world where there's like some people who are like weird zombies, some people who are humans, and other people who are like a weird mix. And now the the mutants have to deal with that as a thing to treat and cure. Cool. <laughs> Wait, what, what, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. What, I say that I'm not. I want to jump out a fucking window. I thought it was Wait, my wine, but, but I was like, that? "What you talking about, baby?" Uh, yeah. But who do they resurrect if they're already half dead or dead? <laughs> There's no ready. resurrection. There's no need to resurrect anyone. They're okay. all there, okay. but they're Zombie. they've died. Oh. Their bodies are there and they're still active and moving. But like, do you resurrect someone who's Fucking a zombie? Uh, wait, you mean matter. having no, sex with one, it. or they yeah, are? Uh, a you know what? Let's just move on. <laughs> well, I, I was, it was not really something <laughs> new, but we talked about Event Horizon like two weeks ago. We this did. is basically just a really light version of Event Horizon, it where is. people oh, like yeah. you know meeting somebody who they either did something bad with or blah 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 with. Like, except for this one is they're actively killing well, them or just like warping their fucking minds to the point where they're lighting themselves on fire. That's really interesting. It's true because like Event Horizon is definitely based on like Lovecrafty and sort of eldritch horror, but in, in space. And this is very eldritch horror in, in its own way with these sort of like gods that don't care about us and are judging us. Um, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I also really like that Ajax is now a celestial. Fine. The progenitor makes everyone <laughs> a Frankenstein's monster person. Okay. Except for Jean Grey. Okay. I That's don't, the end. Do, are you going to read Jean. anything Eternals after this? Because the only Eternal I really like is... Heroes. Um, exploded. No, Cersei. The yeah. only one I actually like, they killed. Yeah, and they I'm killed, like, well, don't Cersei. give a shit anymore. Uh, I think so Gillen might be done with the Eternals for a while. Fine. I think we should all be done with the Eternals for a while. I I don't bring them back down. in four come, years when they have the new movie. In a little bit, we're all they're all like can die easily. I did like the kind of. Th- uh, I was gonna say for the Eternals, I liked uh, Vigilant Icarus, where he was just like, "No, you fuckers! Like, we're I'm people are dying and humans are being resurrected." Like, I just he was <laughs> he just such a weird for- he was just such a weirdo character for this run and just. Yeah. Uh, calling everyone fuckers. Too. I know, and I just I really appreciated <laughs> that. So I I like that weird take on Icarus because that's not the way he's been showing up otherwise. So I just had uh, the speculation the other day. So um, Jason Aaron's Avengers is coming to an end pretty soon with Avengers Assemble. Uh, I kind of hope they give Avengers to Kieran Gillen because I Ooh. I think he he writes oh, both Captain America and Iron Man yeah. really really well. Good. He writes every character really well. So yeah, I think he's very strong. like I think like elevating him to like flagship. Uh, Marvel flagship title would be great. All right, I think everyone stays dead. <laughs> yeah, that's but a pretty there, dark one. But but there's a day of the dead to up. celebrate them. But their bodies have to lay on the but floor. But then they kill they each other people instead? No, no, it's just a sad day of remembrance. Oh. Forever in the comics, on that day, if an issue is released, Judgment Day of it death. has to remember the Judgment oh, Day. <laughs> All right, let's do New Mutants number ha- 31. Happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>
Charlie Jane Anders and Alberto Jimenez Albuquerque escapade and her new Krakoan friends have a run in with the U men. Um, I liked it. I mean, uh, I like that uh, Charlie got to use the um, the sort of the peanuts esque like panels Love like from that. the yeah. uh, from the Marvel voices mm-hmm. one shot. Um, I like escapade. I like Morgan. Um, I think uh, she makes a lot of sense with the New Mutants. Um, I was interested to see like sort of. S- the U-Men and Sublime, especially because we saw like the reference to Sublime in the last issue of Marauders. Uh, and so I wonder if there's going to be a connection between what Steve Orlando's doing and what Charlie's doing. I think it's very smart to have Escapade as yet another contrast to the Krakoan experiment. The cult? That, th- that there are reasons, yeah, to not really immediately fall in love with, even if you are a mutant and would be benefited by Krakoa. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where ever since Vita took over, and you know the reason why, this has been slowly snowballing into hatred for me, and it's finally hit the peak where we always had um, anal. You know, as I said many times, he graduated in Wolverine and the X-Men and actually was old enough to graduate, and little by little, he's been joining this little kid squad to the point where now he's literally in elementary school, basically, with people drawing, like, pictures of childhood books with, like... (laughs) I don't even know, bananas and a motorcycle and stuff. Motorcycle burrito. Yeah, and there's like a 12-year-old <laughs> in front of him writing a story, and I'm like, what the fuck do they do this character? I absolutely despise it, and I can't uh, I can't I, in any way say this book is good because they've ruined this for me. I can, one of our main gay characters, they've actually just shat him and turned into nothing. Well, I can understand that you think they uh, dumbed him down or maybe like de-aged him a little bit. Um, they aged him almost a third you've of never his life. been he, to a school where he, he a did first grader he did and a twelfth grader together. He did have a time where he did graduate, so that that's a little bit tough to ignore. And he he's been in a bunch of series. Um, Martha Johansson has also been around for a very yes. long yeah. time as well. As no so girl, that, so and, that yeah. one does also make me a little bit upset that the, they're sort of all hanging out and sort of kind of just in that trying to learn their powers. Well, and. and for, but um, to to your point, it does feel like sort of like the Academy X uh, didn't er- fucking era. matter. Uh, it felt the same sort of era where it was like new new mutants. So if she if she just used newer mutants in general rather than mm-hmm. two established ones, and I'll even excuse Rainboy that's been around for a while as well. Uh, yeah, as well. Also, one of but we didn't get much characterization. But like, yeah, I would le- like to see a little well, bit. Well, maybe more. they're just taking these courses as electives. <laughs> well, I was whining about Bishop and the but, X-Men, Bishop and the Kid Squad, or whatever the fuck, being the same way. College. But that he is just using. I don't know who's the creator. That uh, individual, whoever wrote it. Is using young young characters purposely oh, instead Bi- of Bishop War Anal College is coming yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Which so is good. Jay Holton. Well, I uh, think uh, yeah, I think your point. I don't. I'd be interested to know from Vita if they. It's not Vita, but Vita no. didn't write this. No, what Jay, I, yeah. Char- I know exactly. Yeah, could you listen to me for a second? What oh. I'm saying is, is that Charlie is using the characters that Vita has established yes. to create the sequence. So what I'm interested in to know is, did Vita actually have that vision, or was she? Were they given notes? to actually write this content that way. Because to me, it feels like it's an editor or a chief editor note where it's like, we need more young people. So can we just this, draw back these it could characters? Be, it could be Hickman who pro- did correct. that because Vita yeah. came in while Hickman was yeah, still. Yeah, I'm not but sitting around saying in, um, There's nothing that Charlie's doing in this that has, it's your exact point. You said the thing was established Vita. For me, it's, we'll go back even further. Was this what, just established? What, we need a young team. What? And so these are the people that was What plan. they usually do is give them a wide, not, not wide range, but they give them maybe 
40 characters and they choose between those 40 characters of which one they use. We saw Anal uh, in charge. He's like the second most impor- important person working at the Green Lagoon. Like he's the bartender yeah. there. He's constantly there. And I'm like, so this kid who is now <laughs> is now hanging out with 12 year olds and drawing he's gra- pictures. He's of fucking graduated too. Yeah. He graduated he's, he's, multiple he's times. literally yeah. serving alcoholic drinks to everybody, but he still uh, has to be in elementary school. But this time I feel, school's back in I session. I feel like they do that though with like always the second or next generations of, mm-hmm. of mutants. They, they progress and then they regress. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, they made Cannonball a, a member of the X-Men in the mid-90s, and then all of a sudden yeah, he was a new mutant yeah. again. But now he's do married it. with kids. And now he's married. <laughs> but I, yeah, they do I'm it just, with Wolfsbane. They're like, they you're, just, you're 18, and then they're like, you're a 30-year-old. I mean, they're I like, mean, you like, go back to school. You're a mom that has a dead child. And Kitty yeah, Pryde, like, it took it forever oh for them to finally sure. progress where she is. Jubilee? Jubilee? I want someone to tell me what Jubilee's age is right now. Well, she's she like 21 now. She doesn't know because she drinks a lot of blood. But like, well, no. <laughs> legally no, or a, illegally? Well, <laughs> she's in charge of kids at a school now in ge- our Generation X that we were at. She's, she's allowed, allowed to be in charge of kids with all when their fresh blood. When she's 14 years old. <laughs> I just think there is a little bit of like continuity flubbing about these sort of yeah. like like adolescent or young adult characters. They just kind of go back and forth. And for me, I, I don't disagree with you, Clark, because I did grow up reading these characters. I want there to be real progression. My brain has just decided to be like, you know what? I'm just going to be okay with it until they graduate to be, quote-unquote, real X-Men. And even then, they're going to regress again. He graduated. I understand, Clark. I'm just saying that, like, my brain is okay. Well, I hate your brain. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, don't don't even... Like, all you have to blame is the bad fucking timeline of Marvel Comics. It's timey But it's not... I do Um, think... There's a gala every... Five seconds. Right. This, the fact that we have three project. galas in less than one year doesn't make any fucking sense. Kaylin, like, yeah. What? What would you like to say? Oh no, I said it, but I want okay. to say, yeah. All right, let's get on to Wolverine number twenty-six. Not but. enough galas, I say. <laughs> Brent. Brent hasn't talked for a while. Go ahead, Wolverine Brent. Wolverine twenty-six. Benjamin Percy and Juan Jose Rip. Wolverine and Jeff Bannister team up, and it goes awry. Brent, what did you think about Wolverine number twenty-six? I I like Jeff Bannister as a character previously. This story. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. Well, yeah, he he has a, he has a <laughs> nice big job. Lebowski vibe yeah, that I does. I dig very much. But I'm I was a little bit worried in this issue that he became like. Does this guy only have three characteristics? He's got a sick and daughter. only two and two shirts. Yeah, he's got a sick daughter. Yeah. It's like oh, All he's a guy Tommy who, he's a guy who's 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 hung up his his gun and now he's he's missing the adventure, but he loves his daughter and it it feels weirdly. Singular monotone for a character. Uh, I I really do hate Beast the most. Yeah, everyone and, does. And I know that hate Beast. is a lack of imagination, <laughs> but I hate <laughs> Beast showing up at this auction. Well, I would like to be in the auction. That you know how that's. I mean, that's the, how he the does. auction idea is great. <laughs> the, who is the guy who is who's killing people? The Maverick or whatever his name is. Uh, the auctioneer. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was in the he was in the auction issues from. Gotcha. Whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he so loves auctions. I yeah. think it's yeah. I think it's a fun idea, but I, uh, I I don't I don't give a shit that Beast is there at all. Like it's some sort of sitcom. But uh, it's the new arc. Didn't you see on the front cover of the comic that you could care less about? I, Beauty they, and the Beast. If this did not continue for another issue, and they're like, no, but this care. is the real new yeah. arc, I'd be fine. You're like, and Beast took took him home and killed him. Yeah. You're like, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, 
uh, first of all, him his name being close to Jeff Bannon at all is <laughs> really throws me off at all all the time, and I fucking hate it. So I'm like, no, not Bannister. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, uh, this art is fucking amazing. In it's this. gorgeous. Yes, I, thank you. Has this artist done shit before? Yeah. So what? I, so Juan Jose Reap used to do. Do you remember Avatar comics? Like they used to do like a lot of porn stuff, but like <laughs> no, I'm but not into that. but like Garth Ennis, Warren Ellis, Alan Moore, and like a bunch of other writers like created like some really batshit stuff out there. So Warren Ellis uh, wrote like No Hero and Black Summer, and Juan uh, Jose Reap uh, like drew it. His art, like his art, was pretty good back then. It has been elevated. It is, it is gore. It is on another just. level. They, I, I think they were like, "Can you just do some general scenes of your favorite characters?" Because this is basically an audition for like, "Can you do our next event?" Because yeah. the art is so yeah. gorgeous that I feel like th- this, his art is going to. Go forward. Jesus, why don't you just marry his art already? Oh, yeah. Am I into his art? Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Best thing about this was the background shot of Black Ant and Taskmaster just being there. Yeah. And I <laughs> love that duo. Friends? They're the best duo. They're always together. I know. Whenever you have right. one in it, they basically always have the other one. And I'm like, these. I love it's, these good friends. Matt Mask was there too. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those three are always at the auctions <laughs> yeah. too. Especially <laughs> Taskmaster. They have a lot of disposable income. Madam Mask is always at an auction. Oh, yeah. She's a I mean, she's that's her big. Shit. I yeah. I mean, it's appropriate. This is this came out so close to Halloween because this was some body horror, y'all. Yeah, no, no kidding. And it's like, and also like starting off with Wolverine giving uh, uh Jeff's uh, daughter like the finger, like Deadpool's yes. finger to get to like Krakoa anytime she wants to. Why was that piece of skin and hair of <laughs> Wolverine so expensive? That's what I couldn't figure out. I'm like, why, ear seems a why better was price. that ear so sexy? Too? <laughs> considering <laughs> he's left so much cor- like body parts around I, over the years, you I think like, it's uh, like worth. I it. Like that he's sort of like, eh. Also, why is Benjamin Percy so good on Wolverine and so mid on Agreed. X-Force? Agreed. Yeah. I don't get it. Even without Deadpool, like it's it's like this is so much better. Yeah. It was a nice it was a good nice More book focused I, on characterization, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Spot on. And even with X-Force being in it, because you had Deadpool and Omega Red mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, in the background. So Let's wrap sexy. up. With Exterminators number two, Leah Williams, Carlos Gomez, this grindhousey miniseries continues as Wolverine joins Dazzler, Boom Boom, and Jubilee in fighting some Jubilee vampires. Just to quickly boom boom through this whole thing, um, why is Boom Boom smelly? Why does Ju- Jubilee says that she she's a, a bender, gross I think? smell? Uh, I, I think she like. smells like vodka and regret. Yeah. Yeah. I, she's I, like Kesha. Uh, I was surprised that I liked the last issue because of what Leah had done for to X Factor. Yeah. You this, like is, the this is this is not good. Okay. The the quips that made it the first one fun barely were there, and also Did they weren't good. I don't know if this needs to be a five issue miniseries. I think this could have been There's two to three or, or a one shot. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of stakes with this. They're like, oh, okay. I see what you did. That was a vampire. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I wish I thought of that. No, <laughs> that joke was rare and mid. Um, I'm but, kidding. But I just um, I enjoy it. A messy dazzler is my gig. Yeah, she's the most interesting part of the book, I think, because everyone else is just playing in and like they're just like, oh, this is a fun take on this character. I don't like every time we introduce a vampire. Can't we just have fun vampires that are not related to Jubilee or Storm? See, I like that just because really it makes sense for him to be involved. I don't like the fact that his son's ran. I don't involved. like his hair. The That's son for of sure. the son of Dracula is involved, mm-hmm. but I, you know, his hair's Th- awful. Grow but I do it like the down. Yeah, she actually. Oh, it sounds like the worst sequel, the son of son of Dracula. This is weirdly like her villain. 
who we never see. It's just uh, the fact he literally, bl- bl- you know, used her to become a vampire. Right. Vice versa. Brent, what's your thing? I am of the opposite opinion of Clark. Like, I thought the last issue was stupid. Huh. But you love this This one? issue is stupid. Yes. I actually it. thought the gag of, oh, no, we have to fight uh, Laura. And then Orla was like, "Oh, hey guys, <laughs> I'm totally fine. I thought that was great. <laughs> I I think that there's, is, I, think I like that. I do like that. There's that a little, funny. there's a level of you know silliness in this that I think is very enjoyable. The only actual problem I had was that Alucard. What's what's Dracula's son's Alucard. name? Sure, <laughs> yeah, it's Alucard. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? J- J- David. J- I don't know. It's Jeremy. It's David. All right, it's da- Jeremy uh, the vampire. All right, so David the vampire. He he's yelling at his son. And don't you ever talk to my son or my son's son or my son's son. He says, we're defectors, deserters. Do you understand what Dracula will do to us if he finds out about this unsanctioned activity? Uh, what, you're defectors and deserters. What do you care what Dracula says? Son, you're, de- you're, you're defectors. Not what a, do you care what the levity, rule is? Yeah. I do. I, I will say I liked when they were uh, when like the our protagonists were in front of the Quiet Council and they're basically like, you're provoking a war with the vampire yeah. nation. We can't afford this right now. I did like that kind of nation building and world building like, stuff. We're not due for another crossover in a few years. Guys, guys, we just have to deal with the progenitor <laughs> and the Eternals. We've got Dark Web coming up. We're still recovering from everyone hating Jubilee being a vampire. We can't do another big thing. So Come true. On. It's I, so true. I definitely, I am. Ra- I think it's definitely worse than the first issue. I'm still generally enjoying it. I think the art's really pretty That's and your fun. Review? Well, no, I think the problem for me is that it's when you have, and I'm comparing mediums, but when you have and like Harley Quinn's like season three come out like that's not grindhouse per se but it is obviously very blue very outrageous very stupid yeah and the jokes just work better the interactions work better like this is a very fun pitch but it feels it's tougher because you've slammed all this stuff together and it's like a it's a nice fun twist on how these characters might interact in a different type of book but I just yeah I don't I want to I think it's I'm worried it's going to run out of steam Every subsequent issue versus just you're like just upset because you you fell in love with the mirror. Fairy. Oh my god, I do love the that. The mirror fairy is a snack, and no one's going to yeah. deny his icosahedron Asa- head. I wanted <laughs> to be the mirror fairy for. I just don't Halloween. know how old hell is he. I don't know how they're going to do three more issues of this. I just don't. I four for Christ's sake. Is it four? No, is I just meant like oh, it is five. he capped it at four issues at oh, least. Yeah, like yeah, five yeah, issues on this. It could have been like a forty issue one big side. Yeah, I would agree. Oh. As always, we like to wrap a chaotic issue of our podcast with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us gets a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, heard, experienced, and wanted to spook our little homos with. Guys, what you got? This is And make it just somewhat yeah, spooky. Yeah, Adam, Even if your plug isn't spooky, make it spooky. And make it somewhat quickly. Okay, I'm going to say they're tarot cards. But anyways, Ooh. they're not. So Marvel Snap is a new online <laughs> <laughs> a new online game you do on your phone and stuff, like a phone game. And you basically are fighting against other people with three uh, – With you can have six cards. You're, you're putting cards together, and they multiply and blah, 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 with three locations. And the locations always switch, and are very interesting. 
you've got 140 characters. You can get 45 characters in the first chunk, and then 25, and then like seven, I don't know, 70 or something. I need it's a lot of fun. It's um, so fun. Adam Slate as well. You we hated got like it a, at first. Yeah, now we, you're well, super once because the, it was the it was just like the, the uh, trial what's the word I'm going for. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you. But anyways, we got like a little like group text going on of the people's actually playing, and we're like, "What do you think about Wolfsbane? What do you think about Onslaught? It's actually really really fun." It's the tobacco of games. You hate it at first, and you get addicted. Game lasts about four minutes. Not a big deal. So fast. It's a lot of fun. And they incorporate like recent stuff. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I think the best way to kind of it's basically built like uh, what is it called Hearthstone and like a bunch of different like normal general card playing mm-hmm. like magic, but it's so sped up. It's basically like, the love letter version of magic. So like oh. I, the like yeah. So if anybody ever played like a quick card game love letter, it takes like two minutes. You're just kind of getting some. Each card has powers. You're playing them in order. You're trying to fake out people and figure out what's going on. Oh, that sounds. And cool. it's yeah, like, like the amount of combinations that they already have, even in just the first set of cards, is stunning. Like every fucking battle is just like, wait, you did what now? Yeah, like Elector has a power where she just throws a fucking sign. It kills whatever one pointer. There's one point, two point, three, four, five, 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 six, and they all have different powers. Wolfbane adds three, and then fucking white. Tiger does a fucking crazy thing. And Anyways, it's not. It's a lot of fun. As so far, it's not pay to win. Like I, correct. You, it's gonna. There's obviously people are gonna pay get better play. and better as you they just keep pay unlocking to get cards, things faster. Yeah, and exactly. That's it. So it's, it's nice highly to see recommended. A double uh, headed uh, plug like that for you guys. Yeah, a DP of a plug. I can I, do. I oh god. You have no more. Um, ah. he does. Adam, could you're a quick barbarian. Yeah, I'll just hit it. I'm not because it's actually perfect. I can't. There's, not, there's no. There's no. It's spoilers. horror movie too. Yeah. You it's said a it's quick. <laughs> it's a horror movie for spectacular. It's on HBO Max now. It's Barbarian. I won't spoil anything. Watch that fucking movie if you like horror. It's very fun. Is uh, it a surprising? Yes. Cool. It uh, features Conan no. O'Brien in it. Ah. <laughs> Does it really? No. Conan no. the Barbarian. Um, so, <laughs> stupid. Um, I want to plug this week's Albert Elementary because Kinta. I think you listen to our podcast because this episode was made for all five of us. That's all I'm going to say. If you haven't watched it yet, it's like all the jokes, all the jokes. I'm like, God damn it. This is like you listen to Homeless Perry. I love it. That's great. Me who's really exhausted by teaching because I had to do so much of it and I never want to see that show again. (laughs) Not because it's not good, just because it's way too real, yeah. and I fucking, it, I, it very, stresses me out so much. It's very real, but it's a very good episode. All right, one, you go, someone. I would just like to plug my new boyfriend, Juan Jose Rip. Um, check out all the art. <laughs> I think I'll be jerking off to it. Oh, uh, your boyfriend. Art of his body. What does he do? Just draw Ooh, nudes, baby. He can draw all over me. Yeah. Uh, my plug: if you suffer from ADHD and have trouble putting out complete thoughts, or trying to explain things in a way that makes logical sense or completing ideas for a spoopsy Halloween and Quickly. making sure all the jokes get in. Adderall is a really great <laughs> way of keeping yourself focused and on track. Yes, Adderall. Dry mouth Adderall. It grinds your teeth. I love that you plug vaccines, medicine, and drugs. Big Pharma all over time. here. Yeah, exactly. I like that you add a plug to my plug. So that that plug is plugged with another plug. Hmm, Very Kayla, meta. What's going on? I'm pulling right. the drain on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's been our episode. Don't forget to rate and review us if you want or don't. Who cares? Please star punch us or don't. Who cares? You can find us on Twitter at Homer Superior X and Instagram at Homer Superior Podcast. We've got lots of fun stuff. And happy Halloween. We've been Homer Superior. You've been our little spoopsy homos. Ooh. Ooh.